Hello and welcome back to Long Story Short. We are Jade, Davey and I'm Elle. We're three childhood best friends who'll be discussing everything life has had to throw at us and all the lessons that we've learned in between. You're guaranteed completely honest, unfiltered opinions and a few laughs along the way. Oh, just a warning. No story will ever be short. If you've enjoyed this episode, you can click follow and subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Don't forget to give us a little five-star review. If you've enjoyed the episode, it really helps to boost our ratings and for new audience members to hear the podcast. Hello, Hi, girls. Hi. <laughs> Hi. I said all that with a mouthful of chocolate, with no guilty conscience, fully eating a whole family-sized bar of Aero orange chocolate. And I Ooh, might follow lovely. up. I might follow up with the Aero mint chocolate that is currently downstairs. It is period week. I always notice, girls, it's mad. Since I came off of contraception, or the pill, whatever, since I came off of hormonal contraception, it's been about, I don't know, three, maybe two and a half, three years. But, like, I fully know my body now. Like, I know my cycles. I know, like, if I'm in an emotional state or I know my cravings. Like, it's mad how hormonal contraception literally created this fog of, like, there was no routine. I fully know my body now. Like, uh, last week I was like, oh, I'm going to have Cocoa Pops for breakfast. I was like, ah, coming on my period. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I totally get that. I'm exactly the same. I'm like, oh, my boobs are really bloody hard and hurting. That's giving me a few days and then the countdown's on. Yep. My hips hurt. I get this aching pain. I'm, I sleep through my alarm. I'm like, oh, it's that time. <laughs> yeah. You sound really happy about it. Usually I'm like, oh, Jesus, I know that I am going to be furious for the next few days for absolutely no reason. Yeah. And God help anybody who comes into um, my environment because they will feel my wrath. Yeah, I've had that. Also, I don't feel guilty about that. I think, listen, you should know the signs, honey. You, you, you should, you should smell the pheromones in my skin about to attack you. Get out of my way. <laughs> it's funny you say that actually because um Stephen Bartlett who does Diary of a CEO he had um a lady on and she was explaining all about the cycle yes. and it was really funny what she was saying and he she basically broke it down in easy to understand terms for men in terms of at this time be super nice to her at yeah. this time stay away from her at this time feed her and I was like oh my god we should come with a manual and yeah. we should just give it to men and then they just follow it. And just Did you not think it was so funny, though, how he was like, OK, I'm going to get a notepad and I'm going to write it down. It's like, Stephen, you could literally put this in your notes app on your phone. You could do it so easy. It was such a big, like, charade of writing it down on the notepad. Oh, I need to watch this. What is it? Stephen Bartlett, did you say? Yeah. yeah, Diary of a CEO. So it's a podcast, but I saw it. I think I saw it on TikTok and it was obviously where they've re- recorded the podcast. Um, yeah. You can watch the conversation. I mean, yeah, I'm here for that. Thank. I mean, it's about time, isn't it? There's all the the. There's a TV program about to come out. I can't remember which channel it's on. It's about, um, it's a drama about menopause, I think. From what I can understand, I'll, I'll follow up next week having watched it this week but um there's a lot of talk at the moment isn't there about acknowledging the menopause as a basically allowing women to um identify as menopausal and therefore to have a leniency around their working environment during that period as as to however long it lasts sort of thing but they're trying to 
Uh, um, see, guys, I'm the shittest feminist ever. I will do research into this, but um, <laughs> yeah, it's about well, the medical profession and working workforce acknowledging the menopause as a. I don't know what the word is, guys. I'm thinking like recognizing it as something that needs to be taken seriously in the sense of allowing women time to work differently, whether that's from home, whether that's taking some extra holidays during that period, wherever, whatever. I mean, this is different. Obviously, we're talking about periods to menopause, so. There's a, vast difference but um, I just think it's bloody important is you know men wouldn't be expected to go to work if they were having terrible cramps and you know feeling all sorts of emotions and just struggling to get out of bed they wouldn't be pushed into it would they but we do as women so well it's funny you should say that Jade because actually the company that I work for so it's um a financial services company Mm. um they've just released a menopause policy so they're actually really really um looking into it and I think there's um training available for for managers um if they do have people who are like perimenopausal or menopausal and all that stuff um so amazing that is I know might be what I was trying to get to that's like something I was listening to on the radio maybe it's maybe it's that but like a menopause policy that is brilliant well done it's job. really, really good. I know. And they're um they're they're actually well, I don't know if they're forward thinking, I don't know if they're behind the curve, but when I saw it, I was like, Oh, this is actually great, even though it's not something that's gonna impact me, hopefully, um, until after I've um had children, if I have them or don't have them or whatever. Um, but yeah, I was like, Oh my god. But there's definitely um a lot more light on the menopause now. But so there bloody should be. Fifty yeah. percent of the population goes through it. Absolutely. And I learned something ridiculous the other day day it was like women were not included in scientific medical studies yeah until the 1970s what the fuck no wonder female health is so far behind no wonder the impact to women with certain conditions is so far behind because everything yet again is geared up towards men well the medical bias yeah the medical bias is steered to you know towards men's health isn't it oh don't it makes me so angry l you must have had this so many times over the last oh, several girls, years time, time again yeah time and time again i mean like fowler syndrome took so long to be, like be named or be founded because at one point it went to a board and there was eight men and two women and it was the only it was only the two women that voted that it wasn't a psychological disorder and it was actually physical. So all eight men voted that it was psychological. Which And, it's and like, this is this is a condition that only affects women. Women, yeah. yeah. Wow. Why are they I mean, there's so much like that. But Why are they even in people? What? What? Wow. Makes me so angry. We should not have started this discussion as Jade's about to come on her period. <laughs> It's totally fine, guys. I'm working through this. I went to the summer solstice today. I woke yes. up at the crack of dawn. Well, I didn't wake up at the crack of dawn. I went to work at the pub and then I went straight to Stonehenge with my mum and Emily and her mum. And uh, we went and watched the sunrise and cheered and got in the stones and on the stones and leant against them and felt their energy. I took my crystals that I've got my lovely collection that you you got me, Elle, for my 30th. I have them on my little water every day. So I took them with me. They feel recharged. I'm looking at the moon right now. I'm feeling, I'm not oh, feeling zen. That. I'm not going to lie. I'm not feeling zen, but it's really interesting. You know, my brain is saying, you should feel relaxed. My body's saying, don't fucking tell me what to feel like. 
Mm. it's it's a real weird mixture guys so um uh thank you just embrace it (laughs) yeah just go with it well from uh embracing your hormones to actually trying to diffuse them a little bit we've got a couple of dilemmas that kind of come under the heading of sex being on hold sex on hold hold please hold the line um <laughs> we've got a couple of dilemmas coming in and they're uh, they're juicy they're thought-provoking actually so we'll get into those in a moment but before we get there you know what time it is Stevie's word of the week. week i really will do a jingle for that oh no reaction from Stevie, there which Sorry. is kind of concerning i was actually checking my word and then because we're doing this uh virtually i couldn't get myself off mute but i was just going to go straight in with the word of the week this week it Don't is it. age last all one word oh. although i pronounce it like two separate words because it doesn't look right to me on paper age last a lot could you spell it for me stevie a g e l a s t Agelist. There you go. Agelist. See, I say age last. I read it as age last. Because mm. that's the oh, way it's By the way, don't, don't take my pronunciation as, you know, Ageless. like genuinely, don't take my pronunciation as Bible because, you know, I am Jade. Agelist. I'm... To be fair, it sounds better than age last. Agelist. Agelist. Well, I mean, the obvious I think I'm going to get hung up on age. Yeah, that's what I'm going to say. Like, the obvious answer is, like, is age-related or time-related. But I think Stevie's thrown us a curveball here. I don't think it's anything to do with that. It is nothing to do with that. Right, okay. It doesn't apply to any of us either. I say things I know like it, this, then. and it does not help you at all. <laughs> I know it. If it doesn't apply to us, and on the theme of curveball... I think it's the curve of a man's penis. Very good guess, <laughs> Very good guess. Stevie's laughing, which means you are incorrect. <laughs> but she likes it. I'm also recording this from Tom's mum and dad's house. And I just, I feel kind of dirty saying that now. Oh, dear. Stop. You're really anyway. letting them know what they're getting as a daughter-in-law. Oh, I know because I'm a fiance. This is so exciting, but it's for we're saving it for another episode. Otherwise, we're going to ramble for hours and hours. That's so true. Okay, um, but I, we shall do the whole episode. I think it is. This is really difficult. Okay, I'm going on a whim as I look out my window. I think it's about um, the building of infrastructure in a community. The ageless infrastructure was well established in the 1980s. Some bollocks. I'm looking at a drain as I say that, but I thought I can't talk about sewage. This is terrible chat. Do you know what? The more I look at the word, the more I think I've pronounced it horribly and we're probably not even pronouncing it correctly. (laughs) Okay, so it means a person who never laughs. (gasps) Oh, that would be terrible. Oh, what a miserable existence. That would be the worst ever. Is that a real... I feel like we're all the opposite of that. Can, can that really... Yeah, it's a, it's a proper word and it's in the Collins Dictionary. Oh, my God, that's a very depressing life. Even if they were tickled, they wouldn't laugh. So the definition even says one who never laughs, especially at jokes. So <sighs> it's a, 
very, very miserable existence because, my God, if I didn't laugh in life, I would cry. My God, same. So, can you imagine? God, I'd be crying all the time. It's the best medicine, isn't it? Well, I feel bad for ageless people, ageless people. And you know what? I'll make it my duty, if I ever see one, to make them laugh. We'd be the worst for that, though, wouldn't we? We'd absolutely make a point of it until we made them laugh. Yeah. Like a dog with a bone. I want to you know what laugh. they do in really awkward situations as well, because they're yeah. the funniest. Yeah, that's so true. There's nothing then, honestly, there's nothing that's been seeing someone feel really awkward and just being like, this is great. Yeah. Poor sons. Well, that's a good one. Thanks, Steve. Hope I never missed you. Very welcome. Last year, me and my boyfriend welcomed our first baby into the world and it's been the most unbelievably special time of my life, nurturing him and watching him grow. Oh, congratulations. Obviously, it goes without saying, it has been a huge challenge and changed me in so many ways, least of all the fact that I'm exhausted most days. My boyfriend works in a high-pressure job, which he loves, and provides for us well. Pre-baby, we spent loads of time spending our hard-earned money on holidays, brunching at weekends, and seeing friends. Nowadays, he's home late, and I'm usually in my PJs, dozing off before he's finished dinner. We don't get an awful lot of time together during the week, and honestly, I've gone off sex altogether. I feel less and less confident with my body post-baby and every time he's tried to initiate a passionate moment, I find myself making a joke and brushing him off. I've spoken to some friends who have said that it's normal. However, last weekend I spoke to my mum about it and to my horror, she told me it's my responsibility to make sure he's getting enough at home or else men stray. It sent me on a spiral of overthinking and now I'm worried more than ever that he's going to find another woman if I don't get back to our pre-baby sex life. I wondered if you girls had any thoughts. I know you aren't mums, but I'm in need of insight outside of my circle. Oh, this makes me so sad. Like, your mum's meant to have your back. Like, she should be saying to you, listen, if he doesn't know how good he's got it at home, he can walk himself right out that door because you will find someone better. Like, not telling you to, like, Jesus Christ, you've just had a baby. Give yourself a break, woman. You're a hero. You've grown a human being. You have birthed it. You are now looking after it. No wonder you're tired. Mm. Like, ridiculous. Like, oh, my God. I, I don't know how old your baby is, but I think you need to be a bit kinder to yourself. And don't listen to your mum. Do you know what's interesting? Yeah, I um, I, uh, I spoke to, like, I don't, I don't actually speak to my friends who've got babies much about their sex life. And actually it's made me really want to ask them more questions I'm going to ask them questions because, I mean, I was at a baby shower, not baby shower, I was at a birthday party the other week um, for one of my friend's babies. And like one friend who had just had a baby had said, oh, God, sex, that's non, that's non-existent. You know, bloody hell, like he doesn't even get a look in anymore. And like the partner was there and he was nodding. He's like, yep. It was all in jest. And, you know, like he didn't, he didn't see my But then I, 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 and then another one of my friends was like, uh, like, no, that's not going to happen. Once the baby's here. I'm going to make sure that my partner, my husband gets the same amount of attention, the same amount of love. And da, da, da. And I just like, it really interested me because I was like, oh, I wonder like, where is the line? Where is the limit? Like, you know, we all talk about the way that we want to be, you know, loved and cared and nurtured by our partner and stuff. And we want to feel that affection and stuff like that. 
obviously I expect it would be way different when a baby when a baby comes along and you're putting all of your energy into that person I just I yeah I question like what you've got to this is the child this is when you see what your partner's made of though right this is where you see when your part what your partner's made of people will have babies right you'll have babies with somebody and you'll think that you know that person you'll be married to them or not or whatever you think you know that person then all of a sudden you pop a baby into the mix and it's like let me show me what you're made of because like that is the real strain isn't it not and it sounds like our listener is kind of having those kinds of thoughts but my question is 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 he making you feel that way? Like, does he, has he come to you and said to you, I feel really unloved or I feel like, you know, I would really love to find some connection or passion with you. I would, I mean, I'd love to have sex, but if you're not ready, like what is he saying about all of this? Because, you know, obviously, like you say, he's putting it on you a little bit and then you're brushing it off because you're feeling uncomfortable and maybe not confident yet. You know, your body has changed massively and, you know, it's never going to be the same body as pre-baby. This is a brand new body that you need to love and and learn to work with and learn to accept. So I think first and foremost, you maybe go on that journey with yourself a little bit and, um, and fall back in love with your body. Oh, it sounds really cliche though, doesn't it? Like, I don't know. But I, don't know. I think you you're, you're bang on the money though, Jade. What is he saying? Because yeah. if you've just created this in your head and he's actually completely respectful of the fact that you've just had a baby and maybe it's it's not a big deal for him and he could be tired as well, like then you haven't got anything to worry about. But I think if you're communicating with him and he knows that you're not feeling that confident, then at least you're all on the same page. Um, but I don't know. I think everyone's sex life goes in peaks and troughs. Like it's not about like, don't get me wrong. Having a baby is a huge thing, but like it just goes in peaks and troughs. So like, just because you're having a a dry spell now for whatever reason, doesn't mean it's going to be like that forever. (laughs) (laughs) Oh dear. Yeah. It it doesn't mean it's going to be forever. Yeah. And like, if you speak to anyone that's married, or people that are about to get married, like people will say the same thing, like, oh, that goes out the window as soon as you're married. And it's like, you've literally birthed a child. If anyone has the right to not want to do it, to not feel comfortable, to leave it for a little bit longer, it's to you. And don't let anyone convince you otherwise, especially not your mum. And I just hope that the partner is supportive because it's exactly, you're exactly right. I think that having a child, it really... Uh, obviously from no experience whatsoever it must really show people up for who they are for their child and for you and I just think like obviously we don't have kids but like Tom always says oh my god the second that you get pregnant you're gonna be a princess you're not gonna lift a thing you're gonna get foot massages all day like you know what I mean I mean let's see if that actually happens but like I don't know I just think this is your time to enjoy being a mum and enjoy being with your little baby, not worrying about if you have to provide. You're not a vessel that provides satisfaction for somebody else. No, 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 no. Do you know what? Go on a sex ban. Yes, (laughs) sex ban. Oh my God. I love that. I've gone rogue. But girls, like, I'm I'm controversially going to say, like, the point I think that she's trying to make is if I don't give it to him, will he start looking elsewhere? 
you know, obviously, let's hope that you haven't picked an absolute arsehole of a guy and that he's not that kind of person. And that it is just a communication thing that you need to get across. And it's something that you can work on together. But I've definitely seen it before. I've known relationships that have broken up because the guy was and the guy would always have the excuse of she put more into the baby than she did with me. Or she put, That's because she gets more out of the baby because you're a fucking man child who needs to grow up. Oh yeah. my god! I'm, yeah, honestly, I'm, girls, yeah, I'm it. anti-men at the minute, so <laughs> I just I'm not here for this bullshit. Like, if you are that immature, I I, oh, I just can't. Right, I'm going to get off my soapbox before I get too no, aggressive. I totally I agree. agree. I totally agree. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I've seen it. I've seen, you know, like we say, like women are more mature than men and women more emotionally available, blah, 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 blah. That's generalising it and it's not all men at all. There are some really emotionally intelligent and mature men out there that, you know, are committed and understand and stuff. But there are some that that just aren't. And when a baby comes along, it tests their relationship and their needs and they sometimes can't put them above their baby. It happens. It happens. Yeah. How common is it? I'd like to know how common it is. Like, how common is it that a man will stray in those first few years after a first baby or, you know, or a relationship change because they're not having their needs met the same way that they were pre-baby? But I think that's an excuse. That's a fucking yeah, excuse. So, yeah, totally. It's an excuse. If you're going to stray, anyone... you're going to stray. Yeah, and that's exactly what I was going to say. If they're going to stray at that time, they'll stray in five years' time, they're, they don't, they're just looking for an excuse to do it. I do think yep. you're either someone that is capable of it or not, and that's kind of just that. Um, and also, you know, like, it's kind of shit because your your solution is you've just got to hope that he isn't someone that would stray, and we can't answer that because we don't know him, but you know him, and I'm hoping that you're, you know, you're happy in this relationship and you had a baby with him. So I'm hoping that he is someone that wouldn't be like that. But if he is, I mean, it, it's either going to happen or it isn't. And I know that's a really horrible shit answer, but you, I just think, say, for example, to play devil's advocate, say if you're like, okay, I'm going to try and give you sex once a week, you're just going to start resenting him because when you're exhausted and when you're probably in pain and when you're, you know, tired and you're looking after your child and all of those things you're going to get to the point where you're like no and then when you stop it again then you're just going to be worrying it's just like that the same thing is going to happen it's just going to become a big cycle yeah and you know what I think more rather than thinking about him think about you so like why don't you want to do it right now is it that you've put on a bit of baby weight which is completely normal and completely understandable so what can you do to change that to make you feel more comfortable in your own body if you are tired which is making you not want to do it do you think it would be different if I don't know he did the night shift so you felt a little bit more refreshed and then perhaps you would be more inclined to do it like I think ask yourself why you don't want to do it and then try and work on that and if you just don't want to do it because you have just had a baby that is completely okay that's fine but talk to him as well don't don't take your mum's advice like I think that's such an old-fashioned way of thinking like he provides for you you've got to give him what he needs like no fuck that shit 
That's horrible. This is 2023. Totally. And and I agree with you, Steve. Like, why is it that you don't want to have, are you feeling uncomfortable? Or, you know, and if you're tight, you just maybe think, actually, do you know what? You might want a little bit of affection and passion. Like, it doesn't have to be sex. Like, if if it was, you know, initiate the conversation with him, just say, I'm not feeling comfortable, or I'm not feeling confident right now, or I'm exhausted, but I do want to have connection with you. And I do want us to feel like a couple, not just mum and dad as ships in the night. You know, you can find ways of connection. And once you start finding those, you know, it might be a week, might be two, it might be a couple of dates indoors, you know, it might be a nice dinner and stuff, but it might, it might bring you back to each other. And then you might find yourself thinking differently about sex or you might not. And that's okay. But it doesn't just have to be sex that brings you both connection. And maybe that's what he's craving. And you just need to talk to him about it. Okay, girls, brace yourselves. I was at a barbecue a couple of weeks ago with my boyfriend's friends and their girlfriends. I know most of them, but there were a few new faces and it was nice to socialise with his close circle. The drinks were flowing and I can't say I saw my boyfriend much of the night as we mingled with other people. I honestly got quite drunk and before the night was out, we were all around the fire pit playing Never Have I Ever. Oh no. I know. So 2000, right? Laughing as people exposed some of their well-kept secrets. The next question went something like, never have I ever paid for sex, to which a few eyebrows raised and I sniggered in judgment. It was to my shock that I turned to see my boyfriend take a sip of his drink whilst being applauded by his friends and patted on the back like a victory parade. As you can imagine, I sobered up pretty quickly after that and when we got home, I was furious and asked all the questions demanding answers. As I am now aware, he has on more than a handful of occasions paid women for sex be that in the UK or abroad, and it's not something I had ever envisioned him the sort of guy to do. I pass no judgment on sex working, but the element of secrecy and seediness that it holds for me has left me disgusted. He has asked me not to judge his past behaviours, and though I am trying, I can't bring myself to have sex with him at the minute. I'm scrolling through websites of agencies and digging myself into a hole where I now feel like I'm not sexy enough for him. I adore him, so this has been really hard. Am I overthinking this whole thing? I actually don't know where to start with this one. I would need to know why you pay for it because I just don't really understand that whole concept. And I don't judge anyone working in the sex industry, but I really question the men that go to them because I just don't get it. Yeah, I think for the listener, this is more a case of her feeling like maybe she doesn't know who her partner is or you know like we all find out things about our exes and their previous lives pre like pre-meeting you and stuff like that and some things are gonna sit uncomfortably and obviously like something like this would definitely sit uncomfortable with me because I just I don't know there's this like she says there's this seediness in paying for sex and stuff like that or you know that 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 world of sex work and stuff there's there's something really uncomfortable as a woman I don't know girls yeah this is a hard one actually but like it's not you a hard know one. It's just as like... well for me I always think the people who pay for it can't get it and I wouldn't like to think yeah. of my other half as that and that may not be the case at all it could be well it could be for a number of reasons he could have been young it could have been a dare he could have uh, really lacked confidence and that's the way he got round it I'm not judging him for doing it but I would need to know why like, yeah. why why did you do that like what I think, curious curiosity yeah it comes across a little desperate like you you can't get it so you've had to pay for it and then you start judging them and you think like 
well, hang on. It's a weird one, isn't it? Because I'm with you there. Like I am trying, like I I think I'm quite open-minded and I don't judge sex workers. I'm like, you do what you got to do. Personally, it's not for me, but you do what you got to do. But isn't it weird that we do kind of judge the men that go to them? There's something that's like a little bit... um that doesn't sit quite right because it's like surely you'd be judging both and I don't know why we do that and I don't know what the answer to that is like you've just made me aware of like I don't know how to articulate this but something about a man that goes to a woman uh, who is working within the sex industry I don't know whether it it stems to me from an idea that I've obviously got in my head that men that go to women um, pay for sex can't get it or don't want it in the I guess day-to-day ways as in meeting someone going out on a date and blah 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 whatever they're going there to pay so it says it's not about the connection it's about sex and it's yeah. about the like and, and I'm gonna pay for that because it's about control I guess for me like I don't like this idea of it being so easily controllable that I can have sex when I pay for it and that and 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 then I will tell them what to do and I'll tell them what I want and I'm paying for it it feels like another another platform that men stand on in regards to like having control over women and that makes yeah. me feel uncomfortable because I don't like the idea of my partner thinking that he has control over a woman and her autonomy because he's paying for her I mean that's the that's the name of the game is it not you know I just it I I I don't know I just yeah god it's really sticky isn't it this one like it's it's so interesting though that you are now questioning yourself and whether you're good enough whereas I wouldn't I don't think I would ever feel like that I think I I would be thinking like oh i don't know if I like that you do that and I don't know why yeah, I don't like I know I just, I just yeah. it wouldn't sit comfortably for me but I certainly wouldn't feel insecure I certainly I think I'd be more concerned that he would do it whilst we was together because it's so accessible and so easy um not that I was in any way um not enough for him which is very interesting mm-hmm. I guess yeah I agree with you this just reminds me, girls, one of my exes, I remember finding out, I remember finding out months down the line, I think I might have even said this on the podcast before, I remember finding out months down the line that he had, when I had picked him up one night after a late night out <gasps> over in the city, I think I've said this before, have I not? If you haven't said it on the podcast, you've told us and this yeah. story still makes me I know, I know, just, I know. Yeah. I, went, I got a phone call and he was out with his workmates and you know blah 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 blah. someone's birthday and then he rang me at like three maybe four o'clock in the morning can I pick him up from central London he can't get back and I was like yeah sure no problem <sighs> obviously a problem because I was asleep but yeah like no problem can't get a cab I go and pick him up gets in the car go home you know whatever and then like several months later as he would usually do he let me know that actually that well he was absolutely out of his face but that night that I went and picked him up I'd picked him up after him and his mates had ended up in a strippers and he had paid for a dance and he had been kissing a stripper that night gets in the car with me kisses me gets home gets in bed with me imagine that furious absolute scum of the earth what a scumbag what a scumbag but I remember finding out and then I remind me I mean it didn't like you say it didn't make me question myself it just made me go you're gross like it didn't make me go 
you know, obviously that was in, in my eyes that he cheated on me that night. Sorry, I don't, I don't know. He, you did. he did. He did. He cheated on me 100%. that night. So it's a bit different from our listener who obviously this is something that's happened pre their relationship. I think it's just, I just think there's this, yeah, like she said, this seediness to it, this, like as if you're telling also like his mates patting him on the back like yeah yeah that is a red that's flag gross. that's a red yeah flag. that oh, is a real big red flag and she like, said that was his- why did the other girls react to it because i would have spat my drink out i don't like in in shock unless they already knew yeah yeah but, yeah and then it's mortifying isn't it because you know i don't know it just it feels like also it was really unfair of him like he if that was the truth for him i know you'd all had a bit of a drink and stuff like that but maybe he should have thought to himself this is going to cause an argument and actually yeah. I, I either she doesn't need to know about that part of my history because it might it might make her feel uncomfortable but also like i'd rather not do it in front of my mates right now i don't know obviously he was drunk so he's not thinking clearly and stuff like that but first and foremost he should have pulled you to the side and been like i'm really sorry that was really uncomfortable and i don't know do you know what it's just a bit muggy because he's obviously gone and done this and then it's like a fucking trophy one of the lads 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 i've paid for a prostitute like good one you couldn't get it anywhere else, so you've gone and had to pay for it. Yeah, Good and one. also it's but, like you've done something that literally anyone in the world can do. Why are we patting him on the back for that? Literally, it's so. It's like going to buy a packet of crisps. All so right, then, I can do that as well. <laughs> literally, like I don't get it. And but then now, girls. So what does she do? Because she's like doesn't want to have sex with him now. Like, can <laughs> you come back from this, girls? Can you come back from this? Can you work through it? Like, or is this a game changer? I think maybe. A deal breaker is what I mean, not game changer. I guess this is something that you either that she needs to sit on for a little while. And actually, I think if there is, I think if like even like time will tell. If this is something that you think I can work through and we can communicate through, then fine. But if in a week, two weeks, three weeks, a month or so's time, and you're still thinking about it, I think you need to cut your losses in the nicest way. I know you said you adore him, but if it's not something that you can get over, you're going to torture yourself, and you're going to end up walking on eggshells and making yourself feel shit about yourself which you're already doing you know sometimes it might be easier to cut your losses actually because I don't know maybe you've seen a side to him that you didn't know was yeah was there I think it depends how he reacts to it because if he explains like it was 15 years ago he was young he was immature he did it as a dare it was a bit of a, a laugh when he was 18 like and compared to if he says like yeah do it every time I break up with a girl like yeah lads 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 then I would be wary about whether I could get over it or not they were sticky ones excuse the pun but they really Gave a terrible way of describing it <laughs> they were uncomfortable Well, we're going to head over to our game. This is Finish That Phrase. If you're new to the podcast, this is the game where we go head to head, finishing a phrase from a book, movie, TV series, a song lyric. Uh, We have to finish the phrase. That's for one point. And if we can name where it's from, we get a second bonus point. So there's two points up for grabs. This week is Stevie versus Jade. So, L, you are finding a phrase. I've chosen a song. (laughs) Oh, here we go. Yet again. I love it. Sorry, Steve. Now, no, you know what? I'm not going to give anything away. I'm just going to go straight into it. It's a beautiful night. We're looking for... Oh, that was just Jade. 
I knew Just. you were going to say that. You two are conspiring against me. <laughs> it's a beautiful night. We're looking for something fun to do. Oh, L. Hey, baby. I've been playing every single song that has marry or Bruno ring Mars. or anything in it constantly. Bruno Mars, <laughs> marry you. Well done, well done James. James. Oh, L, I love that one. I love it so much. Like every Instagram story has had that in the background. Honestly, I've been such a fucking sado, but I love it. It's oh, embrace it, Elle. Embrace it. It only happens Fully once. embraced. Exactly. Well. <laughs> Don't say that. No, I mean, because I was engaged before. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> but it does hopefully only happen once where you're actually genuinely over the moon and like the happiest person ever about it. <laughs> Totally. I completely forgot about that. And you know what? That's because I don't even count it. No. <laughs> me, me neither. Me no. Neither. That was just no. like, yeah, that was a that was a that was a mirage. That was a terrible disaster that I didn't choose. Oh my god. Oh my god. How different are the emotions this time as well? Girls, I could do a whole podcast on it, honestly. But like We will do it. Yeah. The, we the will main do it. thing is like you know like when you know you know because you you wouldn't have a single doubt it's the best thing ever or you think oh my god no 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 yeah your gut must tell you no 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 it screams literally screams (laughs) so yeah a whole podcast come in well i'm not gonna lie girls coming up uh, so you two are both tying on 12 points and i'm coming up with a hot 11 i am coming back (gasps) Oh, this is very close. No, I want a um, steward's inquiry. This is <laughs> bullshit. So that brings us to the end of this week's episode. Don't forget to give us the review and send any questions to longstoryshortpodcast22 at gmail.com. Head over to our TikTok page, Long Story Short Pod, to see what we've been up to. And we'll be back next Tuesday. And don't forget, no story will ever be short. Bye. Bye. Bye.